I've heard. Wait, what is that? Do, 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 do. Do, do, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. What is that fucking song? Someone's got enough. We're enlisting you. Do, 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 do. Where? I've heard this. It's at the beginning of. I've seen the movie. It's at the beginning of a film. It plays, and then the yeah, film it's called starts. Masters of the Universe. No, that's not it. It's oh, at the okay. beginning of a video game when you when you boot up the console. Yeah, when you do the PlayStation one, no, the game. Yeah, the the GameCube. Yeah, no, that's not it though. No, it's not it. This is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death. A battle that will take them across the heavens. Stop him! A battle that will finally be fought. I want them to get down and brought to me! Across the face. Police! Nobody move! Of Earth. Welcome to Rough Cuts. Uh, <laughs> Boyks, who's the dog? There are three dogs, and we Thank, discuss okay. them in detail. Okay, did you... Let me just... Hold up, hold up, okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, alright, I actually have a thing that we need to do. This is going to be great yeah. podcast material. Everybody's yeah. going to understand this when they're listening to this. I think uh, that you should write down your three characters that you think are dogs, and I'll write down the three characters that I think are dogs, and we'll I already show wrote, each other. I already wrote down my three characters. Okay, well, I... I'm waiting I, on you. You're telling I'll write, forever. Well, I'll, I'll write the ones that I think are dogs. I have them in my head. I know which ones are uh-huh, dogs. Uh-huh. But... Uh-huh. 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 They are dogs. It'll be backwards because okay. I don't know how to rotate my Hold up, hold up, hold camera. up, hold up. I'm not showing it yet. All right, all right. Three, two, one. Yeah, right. Beastman, Card, Gwildor. <laughs> yeah, no, those are the three dogs. Those are the three dogs, yes. Everybody that saw, yeah, everybody you saw all that, you, you've got it verified. We all conclusively yeah. recognized, as experts on dogs, what dogs were in this movie. Yeah. We knew. See, there's no mistake. People are going to be like, there's no fucking dogs in this. Then how did we both know what then the how dogs know were? Which dogs mm-hmm. they were, yeah. How did we both know that there were three dogs and which ones they were? We know what dogs are. You all are fucking wrong. You don't understand dogs like we understand it's, dogs. As it turns out, as professional dog raiders, you need to know what a dog is. We need to know what a dog is. And we have yeah. fucking cracked the code. We know exactly what <laughs> dogs are. God, there's some good dogs. You know what else is good in this movie? Oh, God, there's a lot in this movie that's good, actually. Honestly, so, a lot. <laughs> so, Honestly, Master of the Universe is a, a canon film from mm-hmm. the folks that brought you Bloodsport and Death Wish 1 through 4. <laughs> yes, and, oh God, and a whole bunch of other over schlock, the top. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Just Cobra. A bunch of schlock. Stallone eats pizza with scissors. <laughs> Uh, I think they did a Chuck Norris movie, like, something USA. A Chuck Norris movie? The Chuck Norris movie. They've done, like, 30 Chuck Norris movies. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Cop Dog was a canon film. They did Invasion. Invasion USA was the one I was thinking of, though. Yeah, they didn't do Cop Dog. No, 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 not Cop Dog. (laughs) Sorry. Not Cop Dog, but a dog that's about a cop called Top Dog. (laughs) There, there are so many movies with dogs that are cops that are not cop dogs. And cop dog is one of those. Cop dog is not a cop. We've it got is not remember. a cop That's dog movie. Yeah. Very clear. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, Master of the Universe. The He-Man movie. Mm-hmm. He-Man! Everybody loves He-Man. He-Man is something that is very aged out. Look, if you if you were below the age of 30, let me explain to you what He-Man was real quick. Because we, we've aged out a group of people that know what He-Man is at this point. I, um, I'm going to be honest, I, okay, well, you never, you never watched the cartoon. I never watched the cartoon, but I, I, I watched the reboot of He-Man that they okay. did, like, in the mid-2000s. I've never seen yeah. any He-Man. Yeah, like He-Man, any. He-Man no. is your weekly adventure show, 30-minute cartoon in 
cyber uh, sword and sorcery desert past with like weird monster men and everything. And then, yeah, He-Man has a sword from Castle Grayskull. He lifts up the, the sword and says, I have the power! And then he turns from a gay twink into a mostly naked, ripped gay twink. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, well, hold up. He's, yeah. I don't understand what you're saying because... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, he's... But yeah, he turns shredded. Um, God, so... The the thing that I know about He-Man is, yeah. and, and the, the stuff that I love from He-Man is all the commercials and stuff. I've watched a lot of the commercials and things for He-Man toys. I never watched the actual cartoon. I never had any of the oh, toys. Man. But I love, like, I've always been enraptured by, like, the stories as to how He-Man was made and, like, what it was yes, about. Because it's very funny. It's very funny. Because it's just some some asshole who's behind a toy line... And he's he's trying to sell these action figures, and he's like, "Oh, we have uh, a battle cat, which was they painted they painted from old toys to make it look like a new toy." And, exactly. And, and during the sales pitch, he told them that they had a cartoon, they had an animation for the the toys to sell them, but they didn't. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. that's kind of what I mean. Is that yeah. like the cool story about it is that it's not just like. He had toys to sell. He had discarded garbage toys that they had failed to sell with a bunch of other toy lines. And so he's like, "Uh, uh, okay, we have like 500,000 tigers. What the fuck do we do with that? Okay, paint them purple and now he rides it. (laughs) Yeah, but (laughs) here's here's the funny thing. There you go, boom. The the guy that did that, he's like, fine, I'll paint it purple. Your idea's fucking stupid. I'll show you. Mm-hmm. And he did it, and he brought it in. He's like, look how fucking awful this looks. And the guy's like, that's great! <laughs> yeah, it looks like... Look at this, it looks like shit. It's so big that he would have to ride it. And he's like, Perfect. It doesn't even fit. Oh my yeah. god. They're not even the same size. Look at this. There's no scale. He rides it then. Put a fucking saddle on it and sell that shit. Yeah, He-Man, He-Man is the pure <laughs> distillation oh of what you spray paint on your 70s yeah. van. Right? Yeah. Like, it's... It is that distilled into a cartoon because it's all like wizards on a planet with two sons and like a barbarian oh, holding man. up a sword and like a blaster in the other hand. It's that shit. It's a thousand percent what you just like spray paint onto your van. <laughs> that's that's he man. It rules. And this oh, movie man. is it feels like from what I understand of He-Man like it it really veers away from what a lot of the like cartoon is he that being never said, went to earth <laughs> yeah, yeah they go to earth which is weird like but it, it also yeah. just feels like it feels like a weird spin-off almost of it of like what the show would have normally been about but at the same time it's fucking engrossing in some great ways yeah the best parallel i can think of for this movie is Street Fighter. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty close, yeah. It feels very Street Fighter, just in the way that, like, you have a main lead actor who cannot fucking act. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, Dolph Dolph Lundgren is unbelievably bad at this. It's, he has one expression if, yeah, I, I mean, if I, he even has an expression at all. So he was he was really good in Rocky Four as Ivan Drago, specifically because he was Russian man with no emotions who says I will break you. And you thought that was acting, and it turns out yes, no, he's just he just has no emotions and he doesn't know turns how to out act. That yeah, he, what you have to do is you have to like wind up Dolph Lundgren before the scene. <laughs> and then he just kind of like right. walks right. out. We need you to show like concern for her because she's been hurt and she's scared. I oh my god! Save you! I will save you! Don't worry. Where are they? <laughs> There's no. I acting. have the power. There's no acting. It's Delator, so good. You will not beat me. And it's it's Delator, in contrast to I everyone never else, though. Like, everyone else in the movie is just acting their ass And off. that's what I mean. Like, so Dolph Lundgren yeah. is awful, but then the villain is, I mean, Skeletor. Most people probably know Skeletor, even if you're younger, because just memes. 
But yeah. oh my Where? god, the, it's Frank Langella, and Frank Langella is a celebrated actor, and for good reason because he fucking acts his heart out as Skeletor. He, honestly, the oh, way man. that I would describe Skeletor in this is Shakespearean. Shakespeare, yeah, he's very stage. Yes, acting. He he does a yes. very like like he like huddles on his staff delivering monologues like in these incredible ways and it's yeah. so good like he's he vamps it so hard it's like the it feels like he's got the energy of like an old Dracula film like throwing the cape across his yeah, face right? and, like just like monologuing at the hero it's so good it's so good it's cheesy as shit and, but that's exactly what you want. He'll like at the beginning of the movie he has sorcerer inside of his strobe light of <laughs> of holding of doom, yeah. <laughs> it's it's cheap strobe light they bought at the store of of holding. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, how sensitive you are to the world. Well, can you feel this? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's like it's like the emperor from star wars just like yes feel the oh god yeah like, this well this oh, movie man. is very much if they took like a budget yeah. star wars and a budget conan mm-hmm. and then smashed them both together and then suddenly made them not budget because this movie actually has a 22 million dollar budget which is almost as much as predator and robocop yeah. together yeah. two other movies from the same year but like they spent it well because all the yeah, props are yes. good yeah. the mate paintings are good all the all the costumes are great yeah like, there's and, everything and the, in the uh, sound effects of all their technology is great it just goes and then a guy will turn around and be like i'm working the fucking cyber sword shit like he activate to activate he-man's sword at one point he like shoves it into a cyber scabbard on the throne that like cyber scabbards like crazy it's it's just like a perfect distillation of really weird b sci-fi like fantasy stuff right like yeah, it's yeah it's the it's dragon riders of pern it's the it's crawl, uh, like might and magic series on yeah. video games it's oh you it's know what crawl. It's, it's it's all of those kinds of things right it's like, like death strike like the board game with vhs like yeah movies, it, like, it, it it's guys that are shirtless barbarians and like yes. big bustling armor running around with space blasters they yeah, should have done what they did with Deathstrike and just hired Malibu from American Gladiators. That worked great. <laughs> like, come on. Mm. Oh man. Like we're we're raving about this movie because we actually were having a really fun time. This movie's great. I had a lot of fun with this movie. It fucks up some things. Like, this is yeah. far from a perfect movie. Yeah. But it just it the thing is that it when I said that it feels like a ripoff slash uh, smash together of like Star Wars and Conan, that's what a lot of reviewers and stuff said. I think that Roger Ebert and stuff were saying that, and they're like, "Oh, it's like a shameless ripoff of them." And I, I disagree because the thing is that I would say about it is that it is a ripoff of that pastiche, but those are also like those are the those are not terribly original things, anyways. Like that's just no. a lot of stuff was I, like that, and then on top of that, it also it has heart. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like a bunch of people that were involved in this cared. Not Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren oh, didn't not, give not a Dolph. shit. Dolph but, like, didn't give a shit, but everyone else. A bunch of the other actors really try hard to sell this movie. And, like, the costuming and models mm-hmm. and matte paintings and all the special effects and stuff, like, go pretty fucking hard. And, so. and the way they built that Japanese synthesizer. The Japanese synthesizer is incredible. What the fuck is that from? I swear it can't just be from this because neither of us have seen this. We thought it was THX, like, welcome to THX, like the sound thing, but it's not. I never thought it was that because the THX is a... But, like, it. I felt it was something like that, though, like a Dolby or... It feels like something like that intro to a movie. I don't know what. Like, I know what you meant when you said THX and that it, like... 
it's absolutely a sound that yeah. I heard before a movie, like as a credit company, and, but and I don't know what. We're, we're talking about, so there's a key, an interdimensional yes. key, which looks like a gun that has keys on the side of it. Okay, you tone. say it looks like a gun. It looks like a gun in the way that it looks like a like Samus Aran Mega Man gun where you'd like stick your hand yeah, in it and then fire. It has a, it has a handle. It's definitely a gun. Oh, it does have a weird handle on the side. It's fucking wild. But, but it's like it's cool. It has these buttons on the side of it, and you press it, and it plays like D flat or E sharp or something. So yeah. it is literally a synthesizer. Yes. But, but well, it's a music machine. I actually like. They call it. Yeah. One thing that I really like about the design of it, where they because they constantly reference that, oh, like yeah. you make music on it basically, and then it takes you across the universe. Is that when you're activating it, it's got all these little tines on it. Like, it looks like music forks. Yeah. I actually really exactly. like that, because it feels like... like tuning it forks are in it that are for... making the sound, yeah. Yeah, it, make, it works for being, like, this weird kind of musical key thing. And apparently, the entire universe is music and tones, and you create these tones with the synthesizer to open up portals to different areas, but you need to know the exact jingle. So if you just go, bump. You won't go to the crazy frog dimension. You'll go to fucking Eternia or whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that honestly, if you do, if you play Axel F on this fucking thing, you're gonna go to the raddest place possible. <laughs> like Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go to Eddie Murphy's nightmares. It's so good. Like you'll go to the the road that has the giant head from oh, what's that movie that Eddie Murphy was in? Uh, anyways, point being, it'll be a nightmare dimension. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a nightmare dimension. Hey, look, it's Nutty Professor <laughs> everywhere. The nutty Professor dimension? Everyone in the universe is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Norbert and Nutty, nutty Professor combined. Great. Uh, uh, god, but this... So yeah, they have a cosmic key, um, and at, yeah. at the beginning it shows that Skeletor has taken over Castle Grayskull. Yep. He's finally succeeded and thrown out He-Man, but He-Man has escaped. And uh, so we're like coming in in media res. He-Man and Man-at-Arms and Tila, who are Tila, apparently yeah. uh, like his normal crew, find... Uh, what is this? I mean, it's a dog. Okay, what? they find a dog. Gwildor. They find a dog named Gwildor. Gwildor. Yeah, he's he's Sorry. a dog. They find the space uh, dog Gwildor, yeah, who's he's... made the cool cosmic space key, and that's well, how Skeletor got into their base because he can just he, warp he's around. sort of like a water dog because he has gills. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but they, they find dogs. him. Some stormtroopers are carrying Gwildor away in a tiny net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and Tila chooses violence and just shoots them all, and then she sees the dog in the tiny net. She's like, "I'll shoot him too." <laughs> I oh. chose violence. Tila has. I you say that Tila chooses violence, but I'm starting to think that Twe uh, yeah. Tila doesn't know anything but violence and doesn't yeah. have a choice in it at all. Because Tila has never made decision. a decision that wasn't violence, which I yeah. love Tila for. <laughs> and then so they save. Gwildor. Gwildor's like, oh, thank you for saving me. Let me take you back to my house. It's 20 miles that way. I'll walk you over. <laughs> Sorry, no, excuse me. I have to interrupt this. Uh, no, 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 no. It's 20 metrotons oh, yeah. spin word. Because <laughs> they're the evil villain Jargon has infected the movie. But he's the inventor of the key, which is how Skeletor attacked Castle Grayskull and took them all by surprise. Yes. And Tila immediately chooses violence again, because that's the only thing she knows. She's like, I'll fucking kill him, that little worm! <laughs> you gave him the key! You gave you gave him the key, alright, fucking kill him, instant kill him. <laughs> he, like, he got tricked, like, he's forced to do it, don't do that! Yeah, <laughs> no, so, but I must kill. So he teleports them into the throne room of Castle Grayskull. To try well, and save the sorcerer, right? Because that's after no. they get attacked. After they no, get he goes. Oh, no, they don't. They don't. There's teleport. a passage. They don't tele teleport because this is incredible. This part was yeah, really it's... fucking funny to me yeah, because right. he's sitting there and they're like, "Oh, we need to secretly get back inside Castle Grayskull. Maybe we can use your key the same way you've used it before." And he goes, "No, you can't." Like he'll be able to lock onto the signal because he knows about it. So it'll yeah. instead he'll be able to use his key to come directly to us. And they go, "Oh, damn!" And he goes. And then you suddenly they're under siege because somebody followed them there, and they're like, "Oh no, we've got, we've got to escape." And he goes, "All right, well, 
take my secret passage to Castle Grayskull, exactly where you needed to teleport. And it's like, but I just have. Wait, what? what did you... <laughs> it's like, what? I'm sorry, excuse me, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, I just had this here the whole time. It's like, what the fuck didn't you say that five minutes ago? <laughs> Dummy. Oh, my God. So good. So they, they drag him along, go to the castle, but Skeletor was waiting because he knew He-Man would do this. Yes. And, yeah, and they start attacking them, and Gwildor is like beeping and booping on the key. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, they have this massive fight in the throne, gunfire fight in the throne room, and... Uh, Gwildor beeps and boops his way into a new dimension, which is, of course, Earth! Right, which we but... were very worried about yeah. when this was happening. I had, I was extremely worried, and you even said it right when they first came out, is the portal is, they go into a forest, and we're like, did you know that it's free to film in the woods? Like, okay, so we've blown all of our budget on matte paintings and, like, yeah. big spectacle and models and stuff for the beginning where we've got all these wild, weird vehicles and green screen and shit. And now it's time to do something cheap on Earth where He-Man just wanders around New York City and is a fish out of water for 20 minutes. And right. Was, I mean, 20, an hour, and it's boring as shit. Doesn't like, do that. It doesn't do that at all. Thankfully. Like, they could have done the Hercules in New York thing, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what it is. But It but does instead... do that a little bit, but, like, in a... It doesn't get cheap. Because the thing is that we no. were worried that it would do that and get cheap and boring. And it does that and gets wild and, <laughs> and yeah. blow-up-y. It blows yeah. up everything. This movie is just non-stop explosions. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. canon film through and through. It's so many explosions. So, like, they come through the portal after using the grappling hook to take the key, because they have a grappling hook. Yeah, they drop the key, Rules. and then, like, this weird grappling, like, like, they jump through the portal, and then all of us, and they're like, aha, well, we have the key, they're trapped there forever, and then suddenly this claw goes, <laughs> like, this grappling hook claw and grabs the key, and then it just goes, back in. <laughs> and and as they land, they're like, where have you taken us? I don't know, I just pressed buttons, and then we jumped in a portal, I don't know where the fuck we are. And Tila's like, I'll fucking kill you! I'll kill you! <laughs> yeah, Tila immediately goes back to violence. Yes. <laughs> you, we can just shortcut it to every single time that they meet anybody at all, or anybody yeah. says something. Tila just goes like, what the fuck did you say? I'll fucking kill you! <laughs> Pulls yeah. out a gun. Because that's basically Tila. Uh. Yeah. And then interrupting Cow. Mm-hmm. Oh god, yeah, there's the cow in this. Yes. Moo. So they, <laughs> fuck. They sit there and they're like, "Wait, there's a there's a life sign coming towards us." Oh my god, it's huge! Moo. This this horrible creature. Moo, moo. moo. And then moo. he tries to communicate with the cow. <laughs> Gwilder, being the best boy, goes like, "I think I can communicate with it." Moo, 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 moo. They could have just not like this is a scene that didn't need to exist, but no, it's but it's funny. really good. It's funny. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we're fish out of water. We have He-Man, Man-at-Arms, and Tila, and of course, Gwildor at Earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they go to a chicken joint. They immediately hiding, find chicken and ribs. And, and are hiding in the woods, and they're like, oh, chicken. And, and they're, they're watching, like, <sighs> Tila comes up on Man-at-Arms, and they're both almost shoot each other, because they're just always trigger-happy. <laughs> Tila chose violence again and immediately and, goes to shoot man at arms. Yep. And then and she's like pointing out the chicken place. She's like, look at that. And man at arms look at this couple kissing. He's like, oh, I've been doing that ever since before you were born. <laughs> God, I forgot that line. Just for no reason. Like, why does he have to say that? Like, what? Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks. thanks I've, been, I've been fucking since you were a kid. But, what I'm trying to say is, I'm your father. <laughs> But but we we learned the deep lore that as they try to eat the chicken, they're like, wait, this came from an animal. But everybody on Eternia is vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. They they she gets upset. <laughs> he's they start eating. She, he's like, she goes, oh, like what's what's this weird thing in it? And he's like, I think that's a rib bone. She goes, oh my god, these barbarians eat animals. How evil! They're terrible monsters. <laughs> and they're all like, oh god, it's. It's what? meat. Who would eat meat? And I'm like, oh my God. okay, so canonically, all of 
the big beefy barbarians that run around the masters of the universe dimension are all like farmers. Like he man goes salad. home and eats a salad. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Every day. You yeah. also miss that Gwilder is the one that like he uses his claw to steal the chicken yeah, and he, stuff. He, he and he immediately grabs claw. like a big uh thing of sauce and just pours it down his fucking face. And like when I say it, yeah. I mean like it's he's obviously a big rubber mask like kind of thing. It's this uh yeah. I, it's hard to explain this. Really jowly. There's like gills it's supposed it, to be on the outside. It looks like a Star Trek costume or something. Like Yeah, or like, like an Wars. alien. Yeah, yep, Star yep. Wars. Yeah. yeah, really good like rubber mask alien. But it, yeah. it dribbles it down like the whole mask. Like it's like it soaks this whole beard and stuff that he's got going on. It's incredible. He just pours a gallon of sauce all down his fucking face. Yeah. It's just like, okay, sure. Yeah. And simultaneously are two human characters that mm -hmm. are our main characters, Julia and oh, what was the guy's name? Kevin. Kevin. Julia yeah. and Kevin are walking around a cemetery talking about Julia's dead parents. Uh, <laughs> they're yeah. so dead. I can't believe they're oh my dead. God, they're oh just, my God. Did you know that your parents have been really dead? Remember that plane crash where they died? Yeah. Where they died horribly in that plane crash? Remember how remember? you told them not to go and then they died? Yeah. And then they find this this key, like in a crater in the cemetery. He's like, whoa, a synthesizer from Japan. I've Just seen like these. My these Japanese are from anime. Japan. Well, and at first he goes, she's like, oh, somebody must have dropped it. And he's like, look, it's in a crater. It obviously yeah. came from space. Like, and that means that it's a synthesizer from Japan. And then he's like, listen to these sick beats. And he starts playing Axel F on it. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta use this for my band. I actually really like Kevin's outfit too. He's wearing he's got a really punk rock look going. He actually he does, looks yeah. it, it's it's a good look for in the 80s. He's got uh, like a plaid shirt and a tie. And, uh, like, leather jacket and stuff. He's kind of great. It's, like, half business in the front, action everywhere else. Yeah. It, it's funny. Kevin, to me, ends up being almost more of the lead hero than Dolph Lundgren. He's kind of like a Han Solo of this movie. A little bit. He does a yeah. good job. I liked him. Yeah. I liked his character. I thought he did a good job. I was... He does more than Dolph. Fucking... Oh. Yeah, like, I, I found him internet, like, at first I was like, oh, God, like, they're gonna bring, like, human people into it, and like, oh, this girl is gonna get yeah. rescued by He-Man, then she's gonna fall for He-Man, and Kevin's gonna be, like, this whiny loser that follows them, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just gonna yeah. be that boring shit. It doesn't do that but at all. But he's not. It yeah. doesn't do it. It doesn't, no. she doesn't, I was positive, like, a thousand percent certain that she was going to be Dolph Lundgren's, like, girlfriend kind of thing. He was Love interest or some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they don't do it at all. They don't do it. I was stunned. It was... Like, she doesn't even swoon once. No, not in the slightest. Yeah, not even a little bit. Yeah. But, so he finds this Japanese synthesizer, and then he goes down to the local... Uh, they go to the senior center. The senior center. Where he's playing a concert later, and he's, like, hooking it up to all of his keyboards and stuff to be like, man, what cool tones can I get off of this? Which is honestly perfect. Like, that's a, that is exactly yeah. what a musician is like. They're, like, instantly like, holy shit, how can I integrate this? This thing sounds fucking rad. Like, he, like, plugs so it good. into his amp. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. And then he runs, he's like, okay, like, I need to find, like, some connectors for this or something. I gotta go and take it to the music store. And she's like, oh, I'll just wait here. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll be back in 15 minutes. And he runs out down to the music store. Yeah. At, at the same time. And then, yeah, our, our four bounty hunters are being recruited by Skeletor. Sorry, you said four bounty hunters? I think you mean two bounty hunters and two dogs. And two, two dogs. Two very good yeah, boys. Two, two bounty hunters and two dogs are being recruited by Skeletor to go find the key on this weird planet that they've been sent to because our unknowing human, Kevin, turned on that really cool synthesizer and now they can track him. Mm -hmm. So he, he recruits a fetish daddy with two swords uh yeah 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 mm -hmm. uh reptile for mortal Kombat. 
Yep. Um, Beast Man, who is basically a werewolf slash good boy. Not not basically. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a werewolf. Uh, and then Karg, who has a fantastic mane and is a very loyal dog. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karg the space dog. Yeah. They jump into our dimension... Mm-hmm. And they immediately beat the ever-loving shit out of a janitor. Yeah, they just beat the fuck out of this janitor at the senior center. And they burst into the gym where she's just sitting on some amps. And they have this huge firefight with her where she's totally unarmed. And she pours <laughs> ammonia on our good boy beast man and burns yeah, his face. Just, which just throws a bottle Totally unnecessary. Face. Like, wow, hold on, lady. They're not He's trying just there to kill trying you. to get pets. And she's... There she is assaulting Beast Man. But, like, she leads them outside as she's running into the cardboard box construction zone next door. Which I thought that that's what they were going to do, is they were going to have, like, the cardboard box fight scenes. Because, like, that's always the easiest thing to do is, like, oh, you can hit somebody in the head with a cardboard box or throw them into cardboard boxes and they can just be filled with nothing or with, like, feathers and stuff and you can do all kinds of easy stunts Mm -hmm. and it looks cheesy and stupid because they just knock all over the place because they're empty and it looks dumb. They didn't do that. No, they did explosions and Instead they blew everything and... up and burned the fucking yeah. senior center down. It rules. Like, again, every time that I think that they're setting up for something dumb where it's like, oh, she's just going to be this stupid damsel in distress and she's going to fall for He-Man and then they don't do it. They go into the no. cardboard box warehouse and I'm like, okay, well now it's time for her to like dump a pallet full of cardboard boxes on one of their heads and they're going to be like, ah, and act like they got hit hard. And they don't do it. No. It's like, instead, He-Man finds her, hands Mm -hmm. her a gun and says, I got this. And then he starts, like, sword fighting all of them and she blasts a couple with his laser gun. Yeah, which is great. Like, it rules. (laughs) And then when he rescues her, he's like, all right, you're safe now. And she doesn't go like, ooh, wow, you're so big and muscly. She's just like, cool. And then, like, they walk off together. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just... They're like, right, you well, I need me. to what go. Can I do. I need to go get my friend Kevin. He has the the thing you want. The key yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They just go to the plot. There's no like. There's logic. Chemistry yeah. bullshit. None of that. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted, and and I mean, I am glad because holy shit, could you imagine Dolph Lundgren in this trying to have chemistry with someone? Yeah. <laughs> Because, oh my god, Dolph so, Lundgren sucks all the charisma out of every scene. I, I don't think that would incredible. work, no. But, like, Kevin's at the music store showing his friend Charlie, who owns the music store. We mm. remember so many character names because this is actually a good movie. Because it's um, The characters are, yeah, like, real people. They feel, like, Char- real Charlie, Charlie is Antifa and definitely wants to take down the police. <laughs> they all do, which rules. Yeah, all three and, of them are like, <laughs> fuck the cops. And, and and then they see the cops driving by and like fire trucks like, wait, that's going to the senior center. Oh no, Julie's there. Mm-hmm. And and the cop at the scene is like, because Kevin shows up, he's like, hey, my girlfriend's in there. I told her to, to stay. Like, what the fuck, cop? The cop's like, well, somebody burned down the senior center. There's an arsonist around here. And you're saying that Julie was here? Yeah, Julie was here. Oh, really? It, so it must be her and you. It I'm taking you in, you piece of shit. And, like, and it's like, wait, what? Fuck you, cop. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I came here, to, like, worried. Why the hell are you beating me up? And it's like, yeah, perfect cop. They nailed the cop. And so he, like, throws him in his car. And he's like, oh... What, you were talking to Charlie at the music store? Yeah, right. All right, well, here, I'll get in the car. We'll go We'll go ask Charlie, and maybe you know where Julie's house is or something, right? Like, Then I can must know where the both lives. of you together, because I'm a piece of shit cop. Yeah, what an asshole. So, like, he drives Kevin over to Julie's house. Yes. Uh, which yeah. she inherited from her super dead parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because she lives alone. Um, and they go in, and, and the cop's like, hey, what the hell is that thing anyway that you've been bringing with you? Because he doesn't mention the gun synthesizer that he carries with him mm-hmm. until that point. He's like, dude, it's just a Japanese synthesizer. Look, it plays music. Yeah. <laughs> and I love this scene because, well, it's really <laughs> smart and actually kind of funny. Like, it's both. It does a good job of this setup. It's a good joke. And what it is, is he decides, he's like, oh, man, like, he had still had um, 
some of the chicken and ribs that was from mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. fast food place that everybody went to because they also were around that area. And so he goes to start warming some of it up. And at the same time, you cut over to the villains and they go, ah, look, they activated the key again. We can track it. And then suddenly the micro turns on and they're like, wait, no, they're jamming the signal. <laughs> like it's all scrambled and shit. And he's like, here, I'll activate no. countermeasures. And they start like beep booping and the microwave beep, fucking beep, explodes. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> They blow up the they microwave. The goddamn microwave. Yeah, it's so good. And then the guy's like, "All right, we've destroyed their jamming device. <laughs> <laughs> their jamming device is destroyed. God damn it! Now we can track them again. They can't. They can't escape us. Those fools trying to use a primitive dis- jamming device. <laughs> oh my god! So, like, at the same time, uh, the bounty hunters and the good boys show back up at Skeletors because they ran away. They ran mm. away from the cardboard construction zone. And they're like, uh, we know where the key is, but we were we were surrounded. We were outnumbered. They killed us all. They were gonna murder us. We had to leave. Uh, and Skeletor is like, well, you fucked up and kills Reptile. <laughs> just straight up fucking murders him. Just, just goes, get over here. <laughs> Fatality. I mean, he and looks like Shao Kahn later in the movie. It's literally Mortal Kombat. He does. There's some um, really good Skeletor. We are underselling Skeletor in this movie because holy shit, every scene with him in it, he's just, yeah. he yeah. steals the scene. It's so good. But like, so he sends um, Beastman, Karg, and Leather Daddy mm-hmm. with Evil Lynn, because Evil Lynn just had to speak up back Which... to, to Earth to solve the problem of where this key is and kill He-Man. And Which I'm also, sure I'm yeah. sure with that Evil Lynn is a character from the cartoon and stuff. It is, yeah. But I just have to say I love I love the fact that it's like Evelyn, but it's like mm, we need, okay, we need a, no, she's a woman. Evil. So Evelyn, no, let's just call her Evelyn. Ha <laughs> ha, perfect, good name. Uh, Done. She's evil. All right, but <sighs> and then but the he, he also wants he also wants Evil Lynn to pick up some nuggies and a milkshake while she's out because mm-hmm. like, I've heard of these Earth nuggies. Um, I've heard of these and things every, they call everybody, nuggies. Everybody on attorney is vegetarian, so he's never had nuggies. So he yeah, needs, exactly. He needs he was, his nuggies. And Skeletor's evil, so he doesn't care if they're nuggies. Yeah. Canonically, only evils eat nuggies. But like, the cop gets pissed at Kevin, and he's like, "I need to know more about this fucking key thing that you found in the cemetery." So like, I don't know. Ask Charlie. Charlie knows. He's a musician, like music store guy. I will. And he takes the key and goes to the music store and leaves Kevin in Julie's house. Yeah, he just takes it and Kevin's like, "What the fuck? Do you not do you have a warrant?" And he's like, "I don't give a shit. I'm just going to do what I want." With fucking cops. Yeah, they they really hated the cops for most of this film. I kind of hate where they end up with that, which it was the old, one of the biggest disappointments yeah. in this film for me, but but, like, so the group with Evil Lynn shows up, and nobody in this movie knows how to open a fucking door from Eternia, because they don't have doors at Eternia. So they just break them all down and blow them up and kick them in. They just rip every door off of their hinges. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren just every fucking slightly door. and the doors crumble to dust. <laughs> it's so so good. They, they break it down, throw them around a bit, and, like, throw a fucking collar on them with some really cool LEDs, which is... A hypnosis caller that makes them tell the truth and do whatever they want. And they learned that the cop took it to the music store so they can go there and go get it. Um, and then they just leave after stealing a newspaper that talks about Julie's very dead parent. She's kept a newspaper article of her parents' death with a photo of them <laughs> in a box. But, like... To be fair, Karg is very good. He's like, hey, look, I found this thing. You can use this for leverage. You can go ahead and, like, trick them with this later. Yeah, Karg runs over to Evelyn and gives her this, and then he rolls over to get pets on his belly, and Evelyn gives him a nice good pet. Karg's such a good boy. And... Good boy, Karg. Oh, good Karg. So, like, they save um, He-Man and everybody else shows up because uh, Gwildor hotwired a car... Just stole a fucking car. Not just hotwired it. I thought it was just hotwired, but it gets better. Like he modded it so it was no longer using gas. These primitive assholes use gasoline. What a a bunch of dummies. I've got it so that it uses jargon. (laughs) And and then they just drive their stolen hot rod over to Julie's house to go save Kevin. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Fucking Gwildor. I love that guy. <laughs> well, they set it up earlier because he's a, a lock picker, right? Yes. So the way he lock picks is by hot wiring, you know, 1950s chrome cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> but, like, this leads to one of the best scenes, which is the music store siege. Yeah. I love this thing. Like, they go so hard with this, and they really, huh. they could have, they could have half-assed this so easily and just had, like, a couple of pew-pew laser guns and, like, a couple right. of tiny little, like, sparks. But instead, they're in the music store with He-Man and all of that crew and Kevin, and they're and in the back, like, too, you know, guess, trying to yeah. guard the key, and Evelyn and all of them show up and surround it, and the stormtrooper minion guys that work for Skeletor smash through the windows on like lines like they're fucking yes. SWAT team as like explosions rock the whole building and everything's on fire There's and like fire they're getting thrown everywhere. into walls yeah. smashing guitars and amps and drums and it's fucking great it's so good there's oh man like I it could have been boring it could mm-hmm. have been boring, and they made it really cool. And, like, they at made... the same time, the cop who was being a dick got ushered into the back room, and he's trying to, like, wrestle a gun from Kevin and and take control of the situation because he's an asshole. Yeah, I like... I I wrote down for this, Tila says A-cab. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Tila, Tila and He-Man and all of them are sitting there, and this cop is just being such a dick. So they take his gun and they give it to Kevin and they go, hey, blow his brains out if he does anything because he's an asshole. Yes. And then the cop like tries to wrestle the gun. And, at and the, the same ca- cop's time, immediately an asshole. Yep. Yeah. And at the same time, Julie sees her dead mom in the alley outside, which is from some cyberpunk movie that has bi- <laughs> it has bisexual lighting in the alley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... And she's like, oh man, my dead by mom is outside. <laughs> she immediately runs outside and her mom's just like, uh, yeah, we've, uh, we've been on a secret mission for the last few years. That's what it is. Uh, and you need to give us the cool Japanese synthesizer that you really like. That's, that's what yep. your parents want, Julie. That's what we want. Julie just gets it for her. Which she just walks in and was like, hey, how's it going, everybody? Oh, we're wrestling over a gun. Cool. All Takes right. the key and leaves. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god. Julie is like, so Like, she dumb. is so absolutely nonplussed about the fact that there is a, like, life and death struggle for a loaded gun with a police officer yeah. going on in front of her. While aliens siege the front of the store in a laser fight. And she's just, like, mm. having a moment with her mom. <laughs> she's just out just doing her own thing. It's so... It's incredible the tone shift of that. I'm just like, yeah. why is she not bad? Like, there's multiple gunfights happening here, and she's just kind of like, all right, well, uh, peace. <laughs> yeah, but like, out. her dead mom wasn't real. It was just Evil Lynn dressing up as her dead mom from the newspaper article that she saw. Where Karg found leverage, yup. Yup, and then she takes the key, it's like, well, that was easy. <laughs> just fucking leaps. <laughs> Yeah, she has a conversation with Skeletor after that, and she's like, these people are primitive, weak, and easily controlled. And I'm like, yes, yep, as it turns out. <laughs> Accurate. Very stupid, as it turns out. Yeah. Like, but, okay, so... That's the... one of the only times in this movie that somebody acts very dumb without Yeah, reason. but, like, okay, so the Stormtroopers, Beastman, Karg, and a bunch of other folks are now attacking He-Man and our crew outside of the music shop and chasing them down the street yes. uh, to try and get them. And Skeletor comes through a giant portal that Evil Lynn opens with the key in his huge He-Man vehicle with his like two gun battle array <laughs> with big and, skulls all and, over it engraved and his, and his whole army walks out of the portal and then his his platoon of mall cops on space segways yeah they have these tiny little hoverboards with no control scheme at all like you just 
you do a power squat on them and then you yeah. fly off. And, <laughs> and so his, his power squatting mall cops fly through the air and attack He-Man and crew. And He-Man just like busts through a window and fucking shoots one. And then mm-hmm. jumps on the hoverboard and power squats <laughs> into a still frame that then moves across the screen. Yeah. I also love that he, so during good. this time, He-Man's killing all of the air centurions, I yeah. think is what they were called. Yeah. And he's chopping them all up with his sword. And every single time that he slices one of them, they fucking explode in a Death Star. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like explosion.png every time that he touches one with his sword, which is so yeah. good. Like they blow up, they fucking explode every time he touches them. Oh man. So like He Man gets the key with his grappling gun again from mm-hmm. Evelyn's hand and then flies off. And at the same time, Man at Arms, Tila, Kevin, Julie, Gwildor, I think that's it, are on top yeah. of the roof True. of a building. Like waiting for He Man to come back, and oh, right. and they're just sitting there having a conversation about Julie's dead mom again. <laughs> like just because, and and as they're having this conversation, blurry in the background, you start seeing this red like uh, background rise, and then you slowly realize, wait, that's Skeletor's vehicle with his throat, and Skeletor is just like, can this can this thing go up any faster? No, okay. <laughs> It'll be a surprise. Oh, he's gonna have to make a sneak up and get him. It's got. It's got to be dramatic. And then, like, he just pops up in the chair. He's like, "I'm here too, fucker." Yeah, the the whole time they're like, "Ah, it's a good thing that we've gotten away from Skeletor, and he'll never find us." And in the meantime, Skeletor's just like slowly rising up from the background. It's a really good comedic he's moment. Like, Really he's like he's like rising up like talk shit get hit <laughs> like, like, like oh shit <laughs> Skeletor has entered the chat <laughs> yeah. that Skeletor what? guy's a real fuck he's a piece of shit and Skeletor can't do shit he's garbage I hate Skeletor and the meantime Skeletor's just like <laughs> what'd you say oh, popping shit. up from behind Frank it's Langella so... in his big skull oh, mask god it's so good it's really it's so good. Good. But like so he catches all of them and then He-Man finally shows up and as he comes up over the rooftop he's like, "Oh, I made a big fucking mistake, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> Just gets blasted and falls immediately. Yeah. So they <laughs> and they capture He-Man and I actually yeah. they set this up earlier and I kind of like this because they're like, "Well, just kill them all." And he goes, "No, no, 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 no." Uh, and it, it had set this up earlier, like constantly, it, there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, like He-Man should just be shot. They should just fucking shoot He-Man in the head and he should be done. Yeah. But it actually makes sense. He's like, well, if I kill him right away, he'll be a martyr and it'll like galvanize a new resistance against me. I want them crushed forever. So if I keep him as a prisoner and show that he's broken and like my slave, then I can rule without any resistance because they'll know not to oppose me he wants to break the will of the people yes which like okay that's actually a decent that's a decent reason as to why they don't just ice he-man a hundred different times in this and for them he fries their key destroys it and leaves them there and he goes okay well this is a primitive ugly little planet and this will be your prison i'll he-Man will obey me if you're fine, so I'll just leave you here in prison. Who gives a shit? I don't care about yeah, you. Right? This, is, this planet is hell for our people because it's so primitive and backwards. They meet. <laughs> and then they warp back to Eternia, which is like, okay, I mean, Whatever. as far as nonsense reasons as to leave people alive, it was a pretty decent one. Plus, he didn't want to kill them because then He-Man would go back on his... He, he would keep his word that he would not fight Skeletor and he would surrender. Yeah, so he wouldn't have to kill if He-Man they don't hurt them. Him. Yeah. So that I guess that makes sense. Like it's a it's a decent reasoning. Like yeah. I actually I totally thought that that was a very good line of reasoning for them to go on. It worked. I thought that that yeah. was fine. It made Skeletor sells it. I think that it's partially just because Frank Langella makes it sound believable. Like, yeah, he just yeah. does a good job of being like, no, 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 like, I can't galvanize a resistance against me. Like, he he makes it all seem plausible just with the way that he's got, like, 
yeah a charisma and stuff about him oh, oh man so at this point uh julia or julie yeah julie she was poisoned by a laser blast that hit her leg yeah you, you know um, so skeletor uses his force lightning to yeah. laser po- to laser poison her leg laser poisoned her leg so she's out of commission <laughs> and and because he also hit the key the key is out of commission yeah so gwildor man-at-arms tila and kevin are tasked with building and fixing the key so that they can create music that opens a portal to bring them back to eternia yeah i yeah. has a line in here where he goes like well sure going between dimensions is easy what's the hard part is knowing the keys to get somewhere and it's it just it's it's like yeah and then he goes and the the kevin's like i mean i remember the notes there's like five and Gwildor's like, wow, you must be the most... Inc- You're a song master. You use the power of remembering. <laughs> they play fucking Simon Says. It's beep, bop, boop to fucking save the universe. This is how Wild Stallion happened in Bill and Ted. <laughs> Wild These Stallions. <laughs> yeah, they're just like hitting random notes. Like, whoa, you're amazed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, so like, he remembers the tone. They get a synthesizer from the destroyed music shop, and Man at Arms and Tila just randomly also have gizmos that he needs to rebuild this thing because, sure. Yeah, they just take apart a bunch of technology from the music yeah. shop and from their own gear and re rig a gigantic key electric machine yeah. thing. And, and the, uh, the cops who are the antagonists of this movie. Mm-hmm. show back up they're like we need to go arrest these fuckers there was like an army out here like this is crazy this is crazy all these fuckers need to die and also go to jail but mostly we need to kill them because we're cops yeah lubbock <laughs> is the name of the cop it's uh he keeps on calling kevin slacker for some reason i don't <laughs> he's yeah, it's the... i mean he also i think he was in nom is what they're trying to say because he calls things like Oh, he's, yeah, no, pinkos yeah, he's always like, oh, the pinkos, yeah. it's a bunch of pinkos yeah. that are invading, yeah. He's yeah. a non-vet dickhead cop. Yeah. But, like, so, yeah. he shows back up as they're trying to activate the super cyber synth, <laughs> and they're playing, like, you know, the intro to Stranger Things. <laughs> I, I need to know what that, somebody send, okay, we have our email is roughcutscast at gmail.com please please if you know what you could just insert you know what that is fucking tell me i'm gonna it's gonna kill me i need to know yeah but they show back up and start blasting because they're cops and Mm -hmm. tila immediately starts shooting back because she she chooses violence every time oh yeah blam 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 and and then they they activate the the synthesizer as that dickhead cop shows back up like to them to try and stop them. And the whole orb of the, the earth that they're standing in teleports to Eternia walls, half of a car fucking God, right. Everything. It's so cool. It does the Terminator thing. It's, it's the like whole, you know, like where it's like this perfect sphere of stuff gets teleported. Yep. So yeah, it just cuts through everything. And and at the same time, because Skeletor has the sword of Grey Skull, he puts it into his cyber scabbard, which goes people, 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 and this activates the full moon, and he turns on his giant hologram <laughs> Skeletor show button that that plays a Skeletor show all over Eternia. These giant holograms. <laughs> yeah, there's the <laughs> and, it goes. And then yeah. the curtain rises and it goes, The yeah. Skeletor Show! Skeletor. And then he uses the power of the moon to shine a ray on him by also having the power of Skull, which transforms him into Shao Kahn. Um, <laughs> it's a powerful form. And he learns laser hands that are even stronger than his last laser hand. Yeah. And then he just keeps laser handing uh 
He-Man, and they they yeah. laser whip He-Man a bunch too. Well, Dolph in a very, Lundgren, in a very like, erotic goes, way. Oh, ow, oh, ooh, yeah. ooh, that that hurts yeah. me. He-Man, me, I am acting. Me, oh, it hurts. I I hurt from this thing. Ah, oh, oh, <laughs> God, my my frail mortal body that is being hurt. Me, He-Man. Yeah. So Skeletor has awful aim. In his superpowered form, and holy shit, and blasts the chain that was holding He Man, where He Man then uses that chain to like wrap a, a stormtrooper around it and block another shot that breaks his other chain. Yeah, and then he immediately goes to town on these guys, just I'm going to break you if he was Arnold, but he's not Arnold, so he just goes, Ah, oh, I'm He Man. God, Dolph Lundgren is so flat. <laughs> and, and he the best thing about yeah. this movie, I think, is yeah. that He-Man himself probably occupies, like, 20 minutes of film. Yeah, that's There's true. There's very little actual He-Man in Masters of the Universe. There's very little of him. It's, like, the end, mostly, and a couple scenes where he's fighting things in, like, a cardboard box construction zone, but... Like, mostly he's just fighting things, and he doesn't yeah. say anything. Like, he, I'm yep. pretty sure he has less lines than the cop does. Oh, for sure. But, like, so he... After the cop goes to town with a shotgun on a bunch of stormtroopers, he man... Yeah, he calls them all slackers, and he runs in... <laughs> By the way, he's Strickland from Back to the Future. He is, <laughs> yeah. James Tolkien. He, um, but, so he, he gets to the Sword of Grayskull and pulls it out of its cyber scabbard and says, I have the power, I'm He-Man. God, he does it in such a, <laughs> they need to like reverb it and stuff. And they do that for a lot of things. There's a lot yeah. of decent effects in here, but, or like cheesy effects, but cheesy effects that you wanted. Yeah. And they've got some of that here, but man, Dolph Lundgren just goes like, like you said, it's just, it needs to be the, I have the power! Like, it needs to be, like, a big thing. He goes like, I have the, the power! Do you want to redo that line? No, we'll finish No, it it's good. Yeah, it's we'll good. That's the best so, we're getting out of Dolph. <laughs> so, but then they have a final sword fight with Super Skeletor, which is basically yeah. Super Shredder, and, and He-Man, and at some point during the fight, they maneuver themselves over to the Death Star. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and fucking Vader shows up and picks up the Emperor and throws him into the pit, which is Skeletor now. Uh-huh. And, and he, he just falls all of his lightning pit. zaps out as he falls away. Yeah. Ah, I'll get you, He-Man! Yeah, I don't even. And, mm. and then they save the day. And uh, Julie and Kevin are standing there with, like, He-Man and Man-at-Arms and Tila and uh, a Gwildor in the throne room of Castle Grayskull, which they've now taken back control of because Evil Lynn, Beastman, and Karg are all like, should we help Skeletor? Let's get the hell out of here. No, fuck Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor's an asshole. Yeah, they just, they just <laughs> let him die and leave. Um, <laughs> I'm not called Goodlin, I'm Evilin. Of course I'm going to betray Skeletor. Yeah. But, like, our dickhead cop gets rewarded. Yeah, that's the, like I said, that's the one thing that I really, really hated that they yeah. ended up with. Because so much of it's set up and payoff, and he's such an antagonist throughout this film. And then all of a sudden, I mean, not only did they reward him, but they go like, Here's a woman. But like, okay, so as they're saying their goodbyes, uh, Man-at-Arms and He-Man are telling Julie, hey, don't say goodbye, say good good journey. Good journey, good journey, good journey, everyone. Good journey, good journey, good journey. Hey, good journey, good journey. Good journey, good journey, good journey. He-Man, 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 Man-at-Arms, He-Man, Tila, good journey, good journey. They go back and forth between every character saying good journey they did that earlier too in a different scene when they got somewhere. <laughs> good journey, a, good journey, good journey, good journey. Good it keeps going. That's the yeah. best part. It just keeps going. Way and, too long. And we learned that Gwildor has modified his key to also be a time machine. He's like, hey, I can send you back in time if you want. Do you want to go through tasks and just fuck shit up? You ever just want to go wild? Hey, kids, you ever thought about just going ape shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god. And then... And the uh, kids go, no. Nah, we're good. Yeah, we're not good. But then he sends them back in time. He does it anyway. He just Earth, ignores them. And sends them to the day that her parents died in a horrible plane crash. 
Well, I, the thing that I love about that is that they're like, okay, we can send you anywhere in time. And they go, nah, we're good. And then he goes, well, but your parents, here, I'm going to send you to your dead parents. And he goes, You'll oh, right, oh my god, my parents were dead. I could have saved them, right. I totally forgot about it. Right, <laughs> my time machine, I guess I could have saved them, huh? Never thought about it. And it's like, Jesus Christ, Julia. <laughs> god damn it, Julie's dumb. And and then they go back in time. She saves her parents by stealing their car keys and not allowing them to leave. She just runs into the street with her car keys. And and then Kevin shows up in the street. He's like, whoa, did you save your parents? Yep. Wait, you remember? No, we really went to Eternia. That wasn't a dream. Da, da, da. Wink I camera. have the power. And we get a Marvel Cinematic Universe post credit scene. Yes. Where yes. there's a big pool of slime at the bottom of the Death Star tunnel that they threw Skeletor down, and Frank Langella <laughs> pops his head out and goes, Smokin'! No, no, he doesn't do the mask thing. He says, I'll be back, like yeah. the Terminator. He does, yes. He looks like the mask in this, though. He does, yeah. The one thing that was weird about that is that I didn't like that Skeletor is like this bone man, but with very human eyes, because that is not what Skeletor looks mm, like. Mm. Well, they didn't want to give him, like, contacts or something, I guess. He probably, sure, it's but it's probably also, in his contract. Yeah, his contract, like, weird. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, Frank Langella fucking goes hard in this movie. And, like, and he was willing, I mean, they put a lot of makeup and stuff on him. When we're talking about, like, this being a skeleton yeah. mask, like, I almost think that it would have been easier for them to do, like, a big rubber mask and just black the eyes out and stuff mm -hmm. you know what i mean like do yeah. like basically a halloween mask helmet kind of thing and instead like they mask him up so he can still move and act and do you know what like i mean he has like, a lot of prosthetics yeah for sure. yeah and so he can still yeah. do a lot of facial expressions and stuff which is honestly the more that i think about it it was probably the better choice but it's just i expected it to be like a helmet kind of thing just cheap and cheesy and easy but no he kind of goes for it there was a thing that I looked up after this, too, where, like, everybody said Frank Langella is, like, the one great thing in this movie. Four-time Tony Award winning, Academy yeah. Award winning Frank Langella. <laughs> like, it's totally the Street Fighter thing with Raul Julia, but he goes hard in this, and he even said, he's like, God, this is one of my favorite movies to make. I went so hard for it, and it was super fun, it's cheesy and stupid, and I loved it. And I'm like, yeah... It has heart. That's what sells it is because Frank Langella actually gives a shit and he just, yeah, you can he tell. goes so damn hard in this movie. Oh man. Skeletor Let's, steals uh, every damn scene he's in. He really does. Let's, um, Let's rate the dogs. I think I think that's I think we're at a good point to rate the dogs. Right? We're at a very good point to rate let's, the dogs. Uh, let's talk about Beastman. So Beastman is a wolfman who's really good at breaking down doors. Beating up janitors, old, Beating old up janitors, janitors especially. Yep. Yeah, especially if they're decrepit. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. he's a he's like a pretty good boy, maybe like a ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, like I feel like he could have put a little little bit more effort. Would have been nice, but he tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beastman's kind of just a a big like just a big bulldog. He's just a yeah. just an attack dog. He's just. He's constantly choosing violence, which actually is making him sound yeah. cooler. So I'm going to give him a 10 out of 10 now. But he, um, he doesn't do much but violence. Beast Man don't talk much. We have Karg, who rolls over on his belly and gets pets. And Karg gets all the best pets with Skeletor yeah. and like, leans over and he's just like, Oh, good boy, Karg. Good boy. You like your tummy rubs? You like your tummy rubs, Karg? Oh, good boy. I'll oh, kill, what, I'll kill yeah. Reptile, but I won't kill you, Karg. I love You're the you. Best. You're my favorite. And then, like, he, he, like, brings up a newspaper in his mouth to Evil Lynn. He was like, What's Yeah, this? when he finds I the found leverage. this newspaper. I found this newspaper. You could use this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yep, a yep. good boy. He's Karg like, sniffs out leverage like a yeah. good boy. He's easily I, a, 12 is out of 10 a solid for me. 12 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. 12. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Gwildor, who hot wires cars, uh, wears cool Hawaiian <laughs> shirts. Oh god! Yeah, um, wears a disguise to look like the rest of yeah, us, and he's just steal, steals chicken and like snots out of his gill slits onto He Man and Tila. And yeah, Tila, <laughs> like man, Gwildor is such a good boy. Pours sauce down his gullet by the gallon, and, and more importantly, Runs he refuses to work with fascists. Oh god! Yeah, he hates the cop. He's great. He hates the cop, and he refuses to work with Skeletor, and he loves music. 
Yeah. He's a he's a fucking punk rock dog. Gwilder is the best. Like a 13 out of 10. Easy. Easy. Yeah. yeah. I might go I might go 14. Gwilder is Woo! I don't know. Gil, Gwilder Woo! like I said Gwilder embodies that punk rock dog lifestyle and I appreciate it. <sighs> that was Masters of the Universe. That was Masters of the Universe. This is a good movie. I like this movie. This movie yeah. is legitimately like looking at people talking about this they call it boring and i mean it's cheesy and weird and kind of stupid in parts but it's not boring no there's nothing boring about this movie it's wild and dumb but it's not boring i don't understand why anybody would call this movie boring and well, honestly it's it's less stupid than you think it would be mm-hmm and there's a few really good moments of acting. Like, T- the, the person that plays Tila is really good. Evil Lynn is quite good. Like, uh, obviously, Skeletor is I, fucking I think, fantastic. I think Tila is Courtney Cox. I think. Yes. From, like, Friends. Yes. <laughs> that one. Yes. Um, that is correct. Yeah. You, you are... That is 100% accurate. That is not a joke. That is... No. That is, that's no, we're not joking. That, that's real. That's. Yeah, no, that's just real. That's just, a, that's just the thing. Because yeah, then, no, like, that's... every time she shows, mm-hmm. shows up on screen, it does the Friends theme, and then it goes, <laughs> Yeah, well, and yeah. Uh, Kevin, yeah. the punk rock boyfriend, uh, plays Tom Paris on Star Trek Voyager. That makes sense. Yep, he's Lieutenant yeah. Tom Paris. So he's actually been in a few things. He was in, like. Yeah. Uh, the TV show Chuck and a, a bunch of stuff like that. Like a lot of these people are actually good actors and they do a, like they, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them a lot. I, it's stupid and weird and it's exactly what you think it is. If you've ever watched movies like crawl or mm-hmm. if you're a fan of like that very eighties aesthetic, or, like I said, like, like wizards spray painted on vans, even if you like schlock, like you're the hunter from the future. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. type of schlock. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's a really good version of it. It's it's very much yeah. crawl, or like if you like video games like Wizardry and Might mm-hmm. and Magic, or like for books like the Dragon Rider of Pern and the Warlock books, where it's just barbarians but across the galaxy riding yeah. spaceships and shit, and it's just it's great. It's really good. <sighs> it's, After watch- it's cheesy and weird, but it's exactly the cheesy and weird that if you see the cover of it and you see He-Man holding up his space sword and blaster and you're like, oh, that's kind of intriguing, you'll enjoy it. Like, you'll instantly be in. Because it is exactly what it sh- sells you on the cover. Good journey. 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 Say the line. Yes. I feel the universe within me. I've heard that in the uh, line. I feel the universe. That's from Katamari. It is. <laughs> I feel the universe inside me. Of what consequence are you now? 